Mastery Progression. This episode is going to ask the question, how do you know that you might be systematically thinking too small and how would you go about fixing it? What's up, everybody? Grow with Tim. We're back on the podcast today. It's Jadu here with Tim Joyner, and we're talking about mastery progression. Tim, we're going to dive right into it. The people out there want to know how in the world would they even know? We talk about high octane entrepreneurs all the time. How in the world would we even know whether or not we're thinking too small? And I think you have had a great weekend to help us understand that a little better. So mastery progression, what is it and what's on your mind? Yeah, so I just got back from Strategic Coach. If you've never checked out Dan Sullivan or Strategic Coach, you need to do it, strategiccoach.com. Uh, an organization that has been enormously influential and beneficial to me for a long time. I've been a member of Coach for maybe 10 years or so. Um, but every time I go... I, I always come away with the same result, which is, okay. man, I'm playing too small of a game. I'm thinking too small. So, so you're paying people to remind you of that every quarter. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. It's a quarterly type experience. Quarter, yeah. So once yeah. a quarter, um, my cohort, there's 25 of us or okay. so that have been together for a long time. And we come from all over the United States. And even we've got a guy in there from England and somebody from Australia. They're from all over. But um, once a quarter, we convene in Chicago. And we spend a day together with a coach and and we get better. Um, okay. We think about our thinking. There's always like an instruction component. We're doing some thinking on some sort of a worksheet. Then we break up into little groups and we talk about it. And you help me get better. I help you get better. Then we come back together. And we study another topic. And so hold on. Always, you said think about your thinking. That's yeah. one of the things you do. So, like, I mean, what is it? Some sort of like secret crazy group, skull, <laughs> skull and bones, like we laying there naked doing chants. No, what, no, no. what? How do you think about your thinking? What does that even mean? Yeah, nothing like that. So. So thinking about your thinking, Dan Sullivan has said he's the founder of Strategic Coach, yep. and he's coached thousands of, of high-octane entrepreneurs, these entrepreneurs that are high-achieving people. And basically, that's his secret sauce, is he's figured out how to think about his thinking. So pretty much, I mean, honestly, Strategic Coach is kind of formulaic. Like, okay. we always, there, there's always a worksheet. For every exercise, there's some sort of worksheet, and it's usually some sort of a chart or some sort of a, a table. And like in the first column, we'll write down things that we've accomplished or things that we want to do or something. And in the next thing, we'll, we'll write like, why is it important? Um, how would this be valuable to us and to the people we care about? Um, and then like the next column maybe is like, what's the next first action? Like, what should I do to actually capitalize on this idea or put this idea into motion or whatever. Okay. It's not literally that formulaic. Sure, it's not that but, everything, but pretty but much all the time we're thinking about our thinking. Like we're thinking what is motivating to me? What am I afraid of? What am I excited about? What would success look like? What, how do I want to improve it? We're thinking about our thinking. Mm. We're putting it down on paper. We're, we're breaking it down. We're figuring out how do I now build on that momentum or solve that problem or reduce that risk or whatever. And then we're going to go in the corner. You and I are both in coach. Okay. You and I, maybe one other person are going to break away. We're going to roll our chairs into that corner. And I'm going to tell you about what I've been thinking about and what I'm going to do. And you're going to be like, oh, that's a cool idea. Have you ever thought about this? Um, and All then right. you're going to tell me what you're thinking about. I'm going to say, oh, yeah, you should do that. But you should also try this. And we're going to like coach each other for 15 minutes. And then we're going to roll our chairs back and we're going to do another workshop and do the same thing. So that's okay. how coach works. All right. Very it's, good. And it's awesome. Okay. So valuable. So this particular weekend... We're talking about or thinking about mastery progression, and you came away with some thoughts around some of the formulas about your current situation. Yeah. 
You had some goals? Yeah. And uh, how are we going to get there? Like, yeah. what were you thinking? So, so first of all, <clears throat> you, you ask originally, how do I know if my thinking is too small or what's right. the first step? Right. And the first step, I would say, is you've got to hang out with the right people. Oh. Right? You've all, all right. heard you are the average of the books you read and the people you hang out with. Yes, right? of course. So you got to make sure that you're hanging out with the right people and you're reading the right books. And so I've told you before, I work really hard to always be the poorest, youngest, least successful, stupidest person in any room because that's where I grow the most, right? right? I want to be around people that have been where I haven't been but want to go. Um, who've been there, done that, who've solved bigger problems, who've achieved greater success, and and I want to learn from them, right? And so coach for me is is one such room. But in general, whatever it is that you do, you've got to figure out how to be exposed to people that are thinking bigger than you. That's the fastest way I know to see, oh, I'm playing too small of a game, right? Mm-hmm. But that said, this week, uh, or last uh, Friday was my, was my workshop. I was in Thursday, went to dinner with my cohort, and then Friday uh, we worked all day, and then I flew home Saturday. And what, what I took away was all these action items. Like it was an awesome session. I got all these great ideas, but at the end of every action item, I was writing the same thing, you know, do X, Y, I got this great opportunity, man, I'm going to make a lot of money. I'm going to help a lot of people. I'm going to grow this thing. I'm going to fix this problem. And I'd write down what I was that I was going to do. And then I was putting once cash flow stabilizes. Uh huh. Okay. And like by the end of the day, I realized I'd written down like six great ideas. All right. Do this once cash flow stabilizes. Okay, so that's where I was. And, and the reason for that was, you know, in the past year, I've started a handful of new ventures. Mm-hmm. I've been investing all over the place. Like I've been spend in terms of cash flow, I've spent a lot more money, invested a lot more money than I made in the past year. Okay, gotcha. Right? Not every, right. You can't do that every year, right? But sure, I, yeah. I, I did that in the yeah, last year. Yeah, but this year was one of those years. And so they're all good things. I'm excited about all of them, but I've, I'm spending a lot more money than I'm making right now. And so I was putting down, do this once cash flow stabilizes. And then at the end of the day, I realized, you know, wealthy people, successful people almost always have their assets working for them. That's a key idea. We've talked about this before in an investing podcast. Um, you can't just trade hours for dollars. Right. Even if you're a highly paid attorney or surgeon or doctor or dentist, whatever you may be, maybe you're making $500 an hour, which is for most people a phenomenal hourly rate. Yeah. But you still have an upper limit on how many hours in the day that you can afford to trade. And so at some point, you've got to figure out how do I trade um, not just hours for dollars, but how can I have assets working for me? Yes. Okay. So all that to say this, I realized I've got assets that I've been building up for years. I've got, in, in my case, real estate. Okay. Yep. And much of it is free and clear. And I could do every one of these ideas that I had easily for $100,000, like probably less than that, honestly. But all these great ideas that are going to be enormously valuable, I could do every one of them if I had $100,000. And then I realized, look, I've got all this real estate. Banks love to lend against real estate. I could totally go to a bank and borrow at 5 or 6%. I could easily get my hundred grand out that's just locked up in an investment property where it's you know it's thrown yeah, off rent. Right, right, right. I could borrow at five percent, let's say, and earn at twenty five or thirty or a hundred percent with some of these ideas. Yeah. Why wouldn't I do that? So I've got an appointment to meet with my banker. All right. Um, I'm going to get a hundred grand or some number around there. I'm going to do every one of these things. And and for me, the bigger lesson was most of my problems are solvable. Okay. And usually my reasons for not doing something are actually just excuses. 
And once I actually take them apart, like we do at Coach, and we think through what's the opportunity, what's the upside, what's it going to cost me, and then I figure out what lever- what assets do I have that I can leverage, right? I've got relationships, I've got people on my team, I've got money, I've got debt opportunities, I've yeah. got assets, I've got client relationships, vendor relationships. How can I use <laughs> the resources that God has blessed me with to achieve these goals? Usually it's just that I'm either too afraid or I'm too passive or I just haven't sat you down just to think about it. Yeah, you just haven't thought of it. So my question is, how long do you think you had some of these ideas rattling around in your brain? I'm sure they formed over the course yeah. of the last year or two and realized you've been wasting some time yeah. not making this move. How long has it been since some of these ideas were sitting on your to-do list? Uh, that's a great question. For some of them, it's been years. Is it? It's been years. And how long ago could you have started to execute them years years okay years. right okay that's what i was wondering you know years yeah but i but i have not stopped to slow down to actually think about it and realize wow here's the upside really big really exciting here's the downside pretty low risk okay. pretty low chance of failure yeah. like this is a no brainer of course if you just handed me 100 grand of course i would go do this oh gotcha so well, yeah, it's very obvious for you. I this can is get 100 easy. grand. Yes. Why don't I just do that? Right. You can get handed it to you over the course of a few now, weeks. Maybe, now, some people started. listening to this, right, have 100 grand in their back pocket. Sure. Some people have far more than that. Some people are saying, yeah, easy for you to say, I don't have, I don't have $100, let alone 100 grand. It may not be money for you, but the fact is if you slow down and think about your thinking and get creative, and instead of using all your energy saying, I can't do that, or here's why, here's a reason why I can't, right. yeah. if you just slowed down and actually took it apart and, and worked creatively on it, in many, many cases, even if you don't have real estate, you don't have right. 100 sure. you can figure out a way to actually make progress. There's a quote out there that says, there's never a lack of resources. There's just a lack of resourcefulness. That's awesome. You got to sit around. So here's my story that I'm realizing parallels with what you went through. My brother just last month ended up attending a conference Mm -hmm. out of town. So away from the hustle and bustle. So he has some time to think, let's assume. He's also even one of the featured speakers at this event. But he hears someone else speak and they say, look, some of you are trying to figure out how to fund deals like this. We'll just make it generic, but fund deals like this. or you're wondering how you could do it and you've got equity in your own home. So they weren't talking to necessarily folks who are sitting on a portfolio of real estate. But the last guy who came up here, this speaker says, while my brother's listening and he's either was the previous or the next speaker, but they said, Hey, the guy who just spoke said that, there's folks in this room who are trying to get loans, hard money loans for real estate deals for 15 percent yeah. in the room. Yeah. And some of you are sitting on equity in your house. In your house, yes. And you can go borrow that at maybe at five, five or six. Yeah, right. And you can go get 15 with all these guys. We're all doing it, but you haven't yes. been thinking. My brother, who's a speaker at this event, mm-hmm. told this to me when he comes home. I wasn't able to attend and says, I'm coaching on portions of this weekend. And I realized all the people that I'm coaching, I hadn't even realized that one thing. Wait a minute. I can go do this same thing. Yeah. He's like, I've got enough equity in the house to go grab that. And this guy, who I also work alongside of, is looking for money at 15 all day. I love it. He's like, well, I wasn't even. He was like, whoops. So let's talk about that for a minute. Because 
especially in this market. I mean, I don't know where you live in in the country or in the world. Not every market is the same as where right. you and I are, Greenville, South Carolina. But man, real estate is booming here, right? Yes, things have been great for I a mean, couple years. My my house has doubled in value in the last six or seven years, right? Yeah. So all the realtors are sending out mailings and on social media saying, you know, now is the best time to sell your house. Values right. have gone up, and it's. And my problem with that is, yeah, great, I can sell a house, but then i got to buy another one you at the live, same inflation. You've got to live somewhere. Yeah. But, but yeah. how can I capitalize on that? Mm. Well, it's a home equity line of credit. Right. Because if I paid one hundred dollars or $200,000, and now it's worth $400,000, and meanwhile I've paid off 50000 so now I might be sitting on six figures worth of asset value, of equity value. I don't have to sell to be able to get and take advantage of that. I can go to the bank and say, hey, I want a home equity line of credit. And now when I've got a business opportunity or my buddy who I trust has a business opportunity, they say, hey, I need $20,000 to fund this thing. Well, maybe you can write a check and lend to him at a higher right. rate than the 5% you're paying. Get some little arbitrage out there. I so the big thing that we I'm realizing, and there's a lot of people out there who are the entrepreneur like us who are so busy getting Trade, trading their time for dollars because they're leading a team or they have a job as CEOs. And so they're busy working right now and they're not actually leveraging all of their assets. Right. And if they stop to smell the roses a second and be in the room with some folks, because we always look at a co cost to go be in that room. Yep. We're, we're yep. out of the office. Yep. We're not working with our team. We're yep. going to miss a couple meetings. We have to fly to Chicago yep. or wherever it is yep. to do this. But once we realize where our thinking is and what we could do with our resources, we're like, I'll be able to double or triple the cost is, is, is a it's wash. Irrelevant. It's irrelevant because yeah. I'm going to double and triple my effectiveness in the world with, a, a, with, you know, with a systematic decision and approach to that decision. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think in most cases, I, I heard, I think, uh, maybe Ramit Sethi once say, he's got a rule. Um, if he hears about a book, um, his rule is buy it. Okay. Because if you can't figure out how, like sometimes we're like, oh man, that book is $25. Do I really want to spend $25 on the book or whatever? And he's like, look, if you can't figure out how to extract $25 worth of value from a book that somebody has poured their life into, yeah. they have all this expertise in order to write a book, you have Generally speaking, you have you to know, know something. something. Right. And if it's, it's being recommended to you or it's yeah, on a, a it's great like, list, go for it. You take that burden of decision off your shoulders. Just buy the book. Yeah. You ought to be able to figure it out. Jim, Same thing for a conference yeah. or whatever. Go ahead. Jim Rohn used to say, so this is my to-do list and a little bit of a journal, but he was always famous for giving journals um, uh, or keeping journals throughout his uh, life and his work. Mm -hmm. And he said he'd buy an empty journal for $10 yeah. and he could fill it with millions of dollars yes. of value yeah. if he paid attention to what he was thinking about. And those were private. I don't think his collection is at all published. And he yeah. said it was specifically for his family and they yeah. could keep them and look through his journals when he was gone one day. But he was able to extract so much more from a journal that cost him five or 10 bucks. And he even said sometimes he gets really nice ones. Yep. And someone might ask, why would you buy a blank book yeah. for $100? Yeah. It looks nice and it has leather, uh -huh. whatever. But what he was like, you, if you knew what I put in it, it's, it's worth, worth millions. It. Yeah. yeah right. So $100 to buy something nice is no problem. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So we got started on this talking about mastery progression. Yes. Right. So how do you, how do you achieve mastery 
one step at a time really is what this workshop was about and what this podcast is about. So we said, number one, you've got to be in the right room. You've got to be exposed to people that are thinking bigger than you are because you, you can't solve a problem that you don't know you have. Yeah. And you can't go someplace that you don't know exists. Right. So you just got to be exposed <laughs> to the bigger thinking first. Well said. Yes. All right. Okay. So now I, I, I've got some exposure. And by the way, maybe it's not a room. Maybe it's a book or it's a podcast that is challenging your thing. You can or, or, or a coaching session. A right. Coaching An session. environment where you can be around folks on a virtual coaching session. You just need to be around those people. So once you get your brain stretched a little bit and you're thinking bigger, um, how can you get there? I think some of us are paralyzed by like this perfectionistic tendency. Well, I've got a plan for six months and then I've got to execute this big complicated plan for six months. And, you know, in a year or two, I'll achieve whatever this goal is. And I find that for most people, at least, that doesn't work because... You take so much time planning. The world has changed by the time you get uh, to your plan. Yes, right. So I think a much more successful approach is is incremental improvement, right? Say, what can I do today or tomorrow that's going to make me 1% better? How can I invest a little bit of money right. to make it? Right. How can I invest a little bit of time? How can I invest a little bit of energy to get 1% better in the pursuit of mastery? Now, sometimes you take quantum leaps, of course, when, you do. when everything lines up and yes. you've got an opportunity before you and you're prepared. But don't wait for that and just sort of plateau and say, well, I'll, you know, the opportunity's not right yeah. yet. What can you do today? There's a systematic way to approach these things. And on a day-to-day basis or decision-to-decision, moment-to-moment, hour-by-hour meeting basis, what about 1% better? What's the one thing that I can communicate better at next time? Or the thing that I can do to make sure that it's more efficient? Um, There's a great book on that one. Jeff Olson wrote The Slight Edge. And it's over the course of time, if you angle yourself 1% different, over the course of time, you end up in far vast and different spots for than sure. where you or your buddy was when you first began. For sure. Yeah. So I think that's my challenge to our listening audience today is what is one thing you know to do that, like, you might be afraid of it. You might be, maybe you just haven't stopped to really wrestle with it, but you probably know something you can do better. You can invest in that product, that maybe a new tool for your business or something. You can hire that person. Maybe it's an assistant. Maybe it's a new director of operations. Maybe it's a COO. Maybe it's, I don't know what it is, but you can hire that person. You can buy that real estate. You can invest in that course, go back to school, hire a coach, whatever it may be. You probably know something that you could do that you can actually afford today. We're not talking about a multimillion dollar investment necessarily. Maybe, maybe that's you, but you probably know something that you can do like today or tomorrow. And my challenge is figure out what that is and do it. And and get that bump, and then the next day you say, what else could I do? Oh, I could do that. And if you make it a habit to just make make these little increments, they get bigger and bigger and bigger, and before you know it, you are making these quantum leaps without even realizing it. But if you wait for the opportunity for the quantum leap, years go by and you don't do anything. Just like what happened to Tim when That's he realized right. his list was, you know, some of these things had been here for a little while. So let him be a lesson to you. Don't make <laughs> his mistakes, people. That's what we're here to talk about. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to have that better thinking and re- greater people in your corner, maybe a coaching session with Tim is in order. So I know, Tim, you've got links for that and you're ready at times to have conversations with those high octane in- entrepreneurs who are ready to level up think bigger and think better about their business and their life. You can check it all out at growwithtim.com. 